Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You are now tuned in to the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, where we talk about all things related to mental wellness, faith, and the culture. I'm your host, Dr. Shonda. I am a licensed clinical psychologist, personality, content creator, and so many other things that I enjoy doing. Um, It is a pleasure to be here back with you yet another week. We have some very interesting things that we're talking about related to social media. I can't wait to get into it. Before we uh, do that though, I do have some, just a few like housekeeping things. So you guys, make sure that you are rating and subscribing to the podcast. I love that you guys are, you know, we got an influx of new people who are a part of our text message community, which is amazing. I love that for us uh, as a community, as a whole, as a collective. But also, you got to make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast um, because, you know, I want you to stay up to date with the text messages, but also whenever I upload like a bonus episode or, you know, we might send out a text message a few days late and I just want you to be able to be up to date with everything that we have going on. Um, Also, make sure that you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Make sure that you are communicating and commenting back to one another um, and just being kind to one another while we are communicating. And that goes for the YouTube channel as well as my Instagram page and TikTok and all that good stuff. Uh, because, it's, you know, it's a lot of miserable people out there and we don't want to be miserable to each other. Amen. Amen. All right. So uh, <laughs> we're going to do that. Make sure, again, if you are not subscribed to our text message compu- uh, community, please text podcast to 21000. Again, podcast to 21000. That is where you get all updates regarding uh, me, my podcast, as well as the podcast that I have with my twin sister, the Double Dose Podcast. Uh, I know that y'all have been enjoying that content as well. We got some amazing things lined up for you, especially in the month of March. March is mental, it is not Mental Health Awareness Month, it is Women's History Month. Praise God for that. It is Women's History Month. Uh, Mental Health Awareness Month isn't until May. So we are celebrating Women's History all month long, and I'm very excited about it. I'm actually uh, planning on having a few people join us in the podcast for Women's History Month, and it's going to be amazing. Uh, But until before we get to those interviews, though, we have another solo episode coming to you. Y'all know when we do the solo episodes, we are... Uh, I go right into the segments. My favorite segment, you guessed it, it's the hot off the press segment. That is where we talk about mental health in the news, is where we talk about how pop culture can be applied to our mental health. I literally see like everything in society, everything in culture relating to psychology, relating to mental health. Somebody actually (laughs) left me a TikTok comment and was like, oh my gosh, you make everything into psychology, not everything's the case study. But it is, though, like when this is your profession, you can't turn it off. So it kind of is a case study to me 24-7. So (laughs) that is why I like the hot off the press segment. So today we are talking about social media, social media in the news, how that impacts our mental health. And today's hot off the press, we are talking about the U.S. Surgeon General stating that he believes that 13 is too young for children to be on social media. 13 is too young to be on social media because although sites allow children of that age to join, kids are still developing their identity. In fact, there was a new bill requiring social media consent from parents. 
So the Surgeon General said that 13 is too young to join social media and there was a new bill requiring social media consent from parents. Now, I got a lot of questions from, you know, parents who I work with, parents in the community regarding my thoughts on this particular bill that Congress is uh, attempting to pass, I believe, uh, or it may have already been passed, but um, my thoughts. Hmm, I actually discussed my thoughts on a recent segment on PHL 17. Uh, shout out to the fam over in Philly. Uh, but yeah, so my thoughts as a clinical psychologist, there is a strong link, a strong correlation between social media use and mental health. Like it's, there's, there's research to back this up. We're not just saying this for our health. We're not just saying this because we want to be mean to your kids or, you know, we just, we never been teenagers before, but like there's a significant correlation there. We're going to talk about that later in the topic portion of the podcast. But from the uh, hot off the press segment, I want us to kind of like really dissect what's going on in the media right now and how it can impact our lives. As a kid, I don't think that, you know, we didn't have access to social media use at that young age. So granted, I'm telling on myself, but I grew up in the era of MySpace that was popping. I grew up in uh, granted, reminiscing on the MySpace days where you had the little, you know, cover page that you can design. You had the top five friends, but you had to be careful who you put in there because you didn't want your other friends getting mad. You had uh, a theme song that popped up every time you, um, you know, people logged onto your page. I always had some like 90s music because I was always like a 90s type chick. Yeah, like MySpace was that, what a time to be alive. We also had Facebook. Facebook actually required you, and granted, at the time when it came out, it was only for college students. You had to have a college email to be on Facebook. So it wasn't like the saints on there. You know, we love the saints, but we know the saints took over Facebook. It wasn't, you know, just your aunties and your grandmoms. Like, it, people needed a college, a college email in order to get on there. So I didn't get Facebook until my freshman year in college. I remember when I made it, and MySpace was probably in high school, and I was well past 13 at that time. So when I think about it, like I didn't have a bunch of um, like social media growing up as a kid. Like we just didn't have that. Granted, yes, we had screen time, we had television, no iPads, no like, you know, portable computers and things like that. We, we didn't really had too much of that. Um, so I say that to say, I do think it is possible for us to rein in what we allow our kids to watch and how long we allow that screen time, but it's gonna take a significant effort from parents because there's, there are some real life predators on the internet, number one. Number two, like we gotta keep in mind, 13 and under, beloved, your brain is still not even developing. Like your brain is still is not developed until uh, early adulthood. 25-ish is when your brain is like completely developed, your, your prefrontal lobe is completely developed or your prefrontal cortex. So why are we allowing children like 13 and under to be on there unsupervised? I, I've never, that's something I never agreed with. In fact, that's actually something I posted on TikTok a while ago. Um, things that I would never allow my kid to do since, I, since becoming a psychologist, I would never allow my kid to have unlimited screen time and unlimited social media use. Like that's just, I, I think that we're doing ourselves a disservice and putting uh, too much responsibility on kids who don't even have functional, um, functional problem solving skills and communication skills like that. We're, we're doing too much with that parent. So we, we just got to do a better job with that. Um, but we're going to transition into 
the actual topic, which is the impacts of social media use on the brain, the impacts of social media use on our mental health. Y'all, when I tell you social media and mental health are, again, it's highly correlated. Like I can always tell when I'm on edge from like something that someone may have said to me on social media because my sister always like points it out to me. Like she's like, yo, you good? Nah, like they, they coming for me on Instagram. They coming for me on TikTok. Um, but don't let these degrees fool you uh, because, you know, <laughs> I don't know what it is, y'all. But can I be honest with y'all? I can talk about I can post like a, you know, lifestyle, gym pic, you know, beauty image, like whatever. And people will be in the comments like, yes, doc, you killing it, blah, blah, blah. The moment I talk about race, you're a racist, you know, they're, you're dividing our country, you're so stupid. Somebody said I got my degree from, you know, a, a, what is it, affirmative action? Like, so many hateful people have been coming for my page the past month. It's been ridiculous. And while I'm very much saved, God is very much working on me to not reply to everybody because, yes, I'm saved and also you know, I will very much talk about your mother. Like, you, I don't want y'all to feel like, don't let these degrees fool you. Like, I will very much, you know, that's neither here nor there. God is still, you know, working on me. Um, but anyway, <laughs> there are some vicious people, some mean people out there on, in social media world. So why would we trust our kids to be on there and expose them to that without any type of supervision? Beyond even kids, like, why would you want to be on the internet with such, uh, people saying heinous things in, in real time. Like, it, it's such a significant impact. I want us to review, though, the impacts of social media use on our mental health. So there is a large, a large body of research on how mental health can be significantly impacted by our social media use. In fact, social media uh, usage has been studied. There has been a large body of research depi depicting how Individuals who are on social media pages longer, whether that's being um, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Those who are on social media longer experience higher levels of anxiety, depression, and loneliness. And if we're talking about it from the lens of like the adolescent or the child brain, we also have to factor in things such as like, you know, their inability to develop proper social skills. When children are online uh, too long or on, in the Internet or on social media too long, it can certainly impact their ability to functionally communicate in uh, physical interaction, face to face interaction spaces. Right. So so even going back to the. The research for a bit. So there was a study published uh, specifically in the Journal of 
social and clinical psychology and found that people who limited their social media use for to 30 minutes per day so only 30 minutes of social media use per day they experienced a significant reduction in symptoms of depression and loneliness after just three weeks so only after three weeks individuals found a significant improvement in their mood when reducing their social media use to 30 minutes or less and another study was published in the journal of adolescent health and they found that social media use was associated with higher levels of anxiety and depression in adolescents. So that's a significant uh, message for our parents too, right? For people who have teenage children, you know, where sometimes we might wonder, you know, why my teen is experiencing this type of mood or why do they seem more anxious or more depressed? Sometimes we don't realize it could be things such as like, you know, social things, uh, social media different things that can be impacting mental health that we can in turn mitigate in order to help improve the, the mental health of our children. Also thinking about how social media use, excessive social media use can impact one's self-esteem. Social media can impact one's self-esteem. So think about this. So an individual who already is experiencing some self-doubt, feeling inadequate, feeling uh, whether that's physically or cognitively, intellectually, whatever, um, academically, and they follow people who might be accomplishing this thing. You know, they, they are, they're posting their gym pics. They're posting, you know, this, that, and the third. That person who's already experiencing self-doubt might experience lower self-esteem because they, because they then compare themselves to someone else on the social media page. And we said this before, but self-comparison or comparison is the thief of joy. Right. So individuals who are on social media excessively will then well, it's likely that they will then start to go down that rabbit hole of comparison, which can in turn impact their mental health. That is why it is so important for us to to reduce our social media use and even going further into research. There was a journal of eating disorders that found that exposure to images of thin and idealized bodies on social media was associated with increased body dissatisfaction and disordered eating behaviors. Another study published in the Journal of Health Psychology found that frequent social media use was associated with lower self-esteem in young adults, which is one of the reasons why, again, I'm a firm believer that teenagers should have limited access to social media. Right. This is, you know, I, America wouldn't be the only place that's implementing this. This is something that other countries have implemented. Some countries don't allow their their, uh, you know, minor users of social media apps to even be on apps past a certain time or to be on apps past a certain duration of time like that. I, I do believe that we as a country, I, I'm I love the you know, freedom that we give our, our children, our citizens, and also some of that needs to be reined in for their own mental health. In addition to that, thinking about social media and its impact on our physical health. So social media and our physical health, there's a strong correlation there. Individuals who spend excessive amounts of screen time scrolling through Instagram and scrolling through TikTok and whatever else you use are more likely to have disrupted sleep patterns. Well, Dr. Shonda, what does that have to do with our mental health? Well, think about it. If an individual's uh, circadian rhythm or their sleep-wake cycle is impacted because of the excessive screen time that, they are, that they're on, then they're going to have difficulty getting a significant amount of sleep, getting the amount of sleep that they actually need to function at school or to function at work, to function at home. 
right? And that in turn can also impact our mental health. We know uh, as a psychologist, you know, one of the symptoms that we look for, one of the things that we look for, if I'm, if I'm assessing someone who uh, reports feeling depressed, if I'm assessing someone who reports symptoms of anxiety or ADHD, my first question is, okay, what, is your, what has your sleep been looking like? It's not that we don't believe that, you know, they're, they could be experiencing this diagnosis, but sometimes when people experience a lack of sleep, it can very much resemble other diagnoses. That is why it is important for us to really pay attention to how much sleep we are getting. And you can't be getting a good quality, uh, a good amount of sleep by being on social media excessively throughout the day. And also, even if you're getting the good, a good amount of hours of sleep, it doesn't mean that you're getting good quality, what we call that REM sleep, that deep sleep that allows you to feel refreshed when waking up in the morning. Some people might say, well, Dr. Shonda, I already get, you know, six to eight hours of rest and I'm still tired. It might not be just the, the, quality, the quantity of the sleep, right? It might not be the quantity or the number of hours that you're getting. It could be the quality, right? Because excessive screen time that one could be exposing themselves to can impact our sleep-wake cycle and can impact our ability to go into the proper uh, waves of sleep. That is why it's important for us to really pay attention to how much we are, we are um, consuming social media, how much time we're allowing ourselves, we're exposing ourselves to screen time, right? I promise you, start monitoring how long you are on social media and then you will probably notice like, okay, maybe I can scale it back here. And not even that, right? So, so yes, we want you to scale back social media use, but also social media use should not be consumed right before bed or the first thing waking up. And granted, I'm guilty of it sometimes. I feel convicted when I like first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is like hop on social media, trust and believe. Holy Spirit is like, uh-uh, sis, you wouldn't even talk to me first. Uh, put your phone down. Trust and believe. I feel convicted when I do it. So I'm not the only, y'all not the only ones who do this. But anytime we grab our phones to go on social media, anytime we, you know, we're, we're on social media all day. And if I can just switch to a spiritual perspective for a bit, when are we going to acknowledge that, yes, it's impacting our, our uh, physical health, yes, it's impacting our mental health, but also, can it also be impacting our spiritual health too? Like, like can, can we just acknowledge that for a bit? How many times have we been on social media for hours and yet said, I don't got 30 minutes to spend with God. I don't have an hour to spend you know, in prayer. I don't have an hour to spend in the word. I don't have an hour to spend in study. Like, can social media use be also impacting our spiritual health, our relationship with God? And that's when we it goes into that realm of idolizing. Right. So is social media your idol? Can you be idolizing the effects of posting a picture and getting hundreds of likes? Can you be idolizing the effects of, you know, posting an accomplishment and then having, you know, 100 people say congratulations or or happy birthday or, you know, blah, say blah. I wonder what life would look like if we all just kind of like totaled the time that we were on social media and just said for a day, you know what, God? That three hours I'm typically on social media, I'm just going to give that to you today. I'm going to fast from social media. I'm just going to, you know, when I get that urge to go on social media or Instagram, I'm going to uh, pray. I'm going to meditate on the word. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I wonder how our lives would, like how that can manifest in our lives. Like what would that do for us?
And I'm even challenging myself with this. I'm not just talking to y'all. I'm challenging myself. I wonder like what types of things I would experience, like the things that God would download into my spirit just to spend that, spend time with him, spend additional time to him, with him. Because idolizing social media, we, we just said, not only is it impacting us from, from one domain, but it's impacting, it sounds like our entire lives, right? If we're saying it impacts us on a mental health level, a physical level, and also a spiritual level. So it might be time for us to address this, this time issue. Sometimes it's not always an issue of just running out of time. I don't, I don't have enough time to do X, Y, and Z. I don't have enough time to you know, study for this test or, or read this book or, or spend time with God. It could be a matter of not being organized with your time. Right. So 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 we need to do a better job. We have to do a better job of being better stewards of our time and giving ourselves to those things that will will better us overall as human beings. So I really hope that y'all heard my heart today. Again, this wasn't a beat up session because. Listen, I was stepping on my own toes today. So, you know, we're going we're going to continue to pray about this and and ask God to give us uh, temperance when it comes to to things in general in life, but especially social media. Uh, So I want you all to take what I said into consideration. Make sure that you guys are tuning into our podcast every single Wednesday in the video version of the podcast on Thursdays. And don't forget, you have the power to create the emotions that you want to experience. God bless. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.